We are recording. Okay, okay. introduce yourself first. Hi, aloha. My name is Kepa Mali. Uh, I'm hitting 68 here soon, and uh, today is July 30th, 2021. Aloha, I am Lopaka White. I am 38. Uh, today is July 30th, 2021, and I am excited to be here talking with Uncle Kepa. Mahalo. May I just real quickly, in respect for the Aina, we are at the place at your parents' home now called traditionally Honokawailani. Every place has a story, or every name has a story behind it. Some we're fortunate enough to know the meanings of, right. and those stories are what give life. Right, yeah? so right. You know, I've always been fascinated by place names, even if it was the name of a street. And, um, you know, I took a little bit of conversational Hawaiian in high school and stuff like that. So I, I kind of knew a little bit, but I would find some names that I would be like, oh. I would try to, you know, yeah. literally translate that. That yeah. don't really make sense. So I cannot imagine that. And it's the guys so in the office is making up names. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are a little bit off. And you cannot look in the dictionary and say, no. okay, how, like there's a bakery downtown, kind of, oh no, they make good natural breads and stuff. Yeah. But I know it's Po'e'e, so I'll be polite, <laughs> and they named their bakery Papa'apalawa. So what they did is they looked in the dictionary for burned right. and bread, right. and you know, right. who's going to name one bakery Papa'apalawa, and it would have been Palawa Papa'a if he was in Hawaiian. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, some of the names don't make sense. I also learned that some names are ju just that. It, it's a name. Ha'iwale is the name of that. Ah. When you just, uh, just, uh, it's just a call. Yeah, that. yeah, right. Yes. And I always found that so fascinating. Um, so I've been fortunate to be exposed to Kaho Olave uh, in my, over the years in my career. Um, in fact, even my father sitting over there, he, he used to work on Kaho Olave awesome. as well during the cleanup, and so did I. That was kind of my, my first start, my first experience ever was with Hawaiian Canoe Club as a teenager. You know, we paddle over to Hakeawawa. Luvai. Exactly. And I remember just, you know, it didn't, nothing, it's, it's not like I had a moment where I was like, wow, this is my mm -hmm. calling. It was mm -hmm. just kind of like, oh, this is pretty cool. Wow, right on. And, it you know. It grows on you. Yeah. We paddle there, we paddle home. I didn't Aye. think anything of it. My father was already working there. And, um, after the cleanup project, you know, I, I was fortunate to be able to go back a couple years later with the Kaho Olave Island Reserve Commission. And from there, it really grew into something more, just learning, you know, learning about Hawaiian culture th through the lens of Kaho Olave and the many different volunteers that have come through Kaho Olave. So I've learned a lot through that but still just scratching the surface, right? They are all Haumanu. Something that I've always been fascinated by, of course, is we see Lanai across the Kealei Kahiki Channel from Kaho Olave, and it's a very unique view of Lanai. And on Kaho Olave, we're taught, you know, about Kaho Olave is, is the pico of Hawaii, the pico of navigation, for lack of a better term, and sailing. But then we cannot forget Lanai is yes. taking the same 
spot across the channel. So you guys must have. So you see, this is what's so important. We start with these olelo noeao, olelo ao, yes, of kupuna, these instructive or wise sayings. A ohe pau ka ike ikahalau Not all knowledge is found in one school, right? Right. So now you mentioned la nai. In fact, at Kaunulu, on Lanai, southwestern, yes. yes. That point at Kameapua, which is one of the deity, deified god navigators huh. of ancient Hawaii, the brother of Kane and Kanaloa, oh. that's where Kealai Kahiki begins. Really? In Mo'olelo Kahiko, wow. not just in modern or contemporary yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can go back in Mo'olelo Kahiko that had been written as early as 1850s, 60s, and know that Kupuna at that time were writing. So it's always important to qualify based on our understanding or on our knowledge. This is the story that we tell. It may not be the only story. Right. And so I'm just going to share. Please. Kupuna love, love sayings, yeah? They love these expressions. And Tutukinolu Kahananui, he was raised in Kona. And one of the things that he shared with me was that my tutu taught me, and he was a manaleo, but he taught me, no thank you this, yeah? A nose up in the air. You always going to find someone smarter than you. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And so, so, um, Kaho'olave has its stories, and you, you know that that channel between, so what's not to say that, uh, is it Hakiwawa? Hakiwawa's on the east end. Yes, okay, yes. Uh, east, I'm sorry. What's, uh, what's the cove on the sort of south, the uh, far end? We have Honokanai'a. Honokanai'a, yeah. I'm sorry, okay. So Honokanai'a, what's, what's not to say that Honokanai'a and Kaumulu share that koa, the channel, Kealaikahiki, going back. Because you see on Lanai, Kaunolu, you calm, sit calmly and wait for the roughness to stop. At the cliffs of Kaolo, the navigator's cliffs, or sailor's cliffs, yeah. On the Aina of Kaululu, which means to lay it calm, wait until the right wind, and then you go. It's, it's interesting to hear you saying these things because I can picture it in my head mm -hmm. from Kaho'olawe where Kaunolu is. And in fact, uh -huh. it wasn't until I met, and unfortunately I can't recall his name right now, I met this brother from Lanai who's a lifeguard on Maui. Yes, yes. And he uh, was pointing it out to yes. me. Yes, uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, right on the tip yeah, of my his, tongue. His kupuna are kakets and okay. kahikiwawe. Yeah. I know what you're talking and about. And I remember looking at Lanai and seeing kind of like the step, the big steps that's going correct. down. And he told me, that's Kaunolu over there. And I said, oh, okay. And I remember that yes, name. Yes, yes. And then a couple of years ago, I did, um, you know, a race from Maui to Molokai across Aye. the Pailolo Channel and down to Kaunakakai. And this day it was so rough. And the particular Aye. boat that was taking us back to Maui, he said, ah, you know what? I don't want to go up. By Lolo Channel, instead we're going around Lanai. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. shoot. Oh man, we was crossing Kalohi Channel, 
yes. going towards Kaena, yes. which is another interesting Kahoolawe connection. I'll get yes, into. Yes. We can get into. The waves were stacking, oh. huge and tight, yeah. and it was kind of scary. Oh yeah! Until we get into the cliffs. That's right. And the that moment visual. you hit, see, because Kaena is the dividing point, the wrath. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Right. And then you hit the pali. Yeah. And then it becomes. Kaumalapa'u, yes. then you're in Kalulu. Okay, because okay. the cliffs are a thousand feet yeah, high. Yeah, huge. And they shelter all that yeah. Kama'aina wind that's and, blowing. And when we were there traversing the area, I couldn't help but think like, oh, this place is rugged. Like, I can't imagine being stranded there, you know? Like, thousand foot cliffs this way mm-hmm. and thousands of miles of ocean that way. Yeah. Like, oh, you gotta be on survival for survival yeah, over here, you know? For sure. And Kamala Pao, that interesting, you know, of course you mentioned it, it being on that side. That's actually one of my favorite harbors that I've yes, been to. Yes. Know, it's a beautiful place. It you is. Know? Yeah. And the water, just like if you go to Kaunalu, get in the water, you're sitting on the papa, you know, the pahoi hoi uh-huh. shelf. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. 40 feet straight down like oh, glass. Yeah, and blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So beautiful, yeah. Um, so speaking of Kaena, so, yes, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I didn't want to distract you too much from Kaholave and where we're yeah. going to go. So speaking of Kaena, there's stories of of a penal colony there at Kaena yes, for the that's females. Correct. correct, Kaena Iki. And on Kaholave, we had the one for the Kanes over Aye. there at Kaulana. Yes. And I guess in that time, they never referred to that gulch as Kaulana. Because there's a story that made that place Kaulana, which was the male prisoners there. I guess they decided, hey, we're getting kind of bored. We, you know, we yes. we want something more. So yes. they they floated their willy willy log, and they watched right. the when the currents were optimal yeah. to swim back to Maui. Yes. And obviously, they would walk to Aikupao, which is a closer point to uh-huh. Maui, and they swam to Maui. Yes. So I I don't know where they landed. Some place in Kihei. Yes, Kihei Honua Ula section. Honua Ula. Okay. So, that chief was Kinimaka, and he was a kaukauali, pretty good-sized mid-level chief, okay. coming under the Kiave line with connections to the Kamehameha household. Okay, okay. Well, there had been some discrepancy about Kekauluohi's, I believe I have that right, will. Okay. It ended up he was exonerated, Kinimaka was. But uh, they wouldn't get up the guys. They went to Maui, got a canoe, yeah. and then they went to Lanai, to Kainaiki. Yeah. And, uh, Now, you see, what I can't tell you, because I don't know, and Tutu Papa Kofuiki, who was my Kahuhanai, was born in 1890. Okay. He had, he had gone to Kaho'olawe because there's the ranch, the bald ones that had had right, the ranch for right. a while and stuff like that, you know. But I wasn't bright enough to ask him much about his experiences there. Huh. But I can't tell you, is, is Kaolana, is it a modern story that says that it's called Kaolana because of that event? Right. Or is it an ancient name? Ah, okay. And the problem for Kaho'olawe is that by the 18... 30s, there was almost, a, it was a minimal, less than a dozen, 10 yeah. people on Kaho'olawe. Yeah. Thus, it became the quote-unquote penal colony right. by the 30s. The women 
weren't sent to Lanai until the 1840s, oh, really? 1843 period. Really? So it was in the later part of Kinemaka's oh. time there. So it wasn't exactly contemporaneous. And, and okay. I know this. Okay. I have, I, yeah. I, from, from the records. Right. I'm not making this up for wow. you, okay? No. So, in fact, Baldwin wrote about it maybe in 1842 from Lahaina uh, that uh, announcing, you know, they all saw they, these freaking missionaries, they all were so proud of themselves, you know. Yeah, well, you know, we teach them. They know can hula, they know can moi koloe, they know can this or that. Well, the women there, the men there, you know, but it got set aside. They were actually very embarrassed by it. Huh. Just, like, <laughs> just like Kalawau and Kalaupapa. Yeah. You know what they did? Yeah. They took them on the ship, Ho'oikaika, threw them off, swim in, swim or sink or die. Yes. Yeah? Um, to go onto that track, I've been fortunate to visit Kalaupapa twice, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. Kalawau twice mm -hmm. and both times were via you know voyaging canoe with the Polynesian Voyaging Society right. and the first time I went there I remember just being so like just amazed and wowed by the yes. beauty of the yes, place yes and you know for me I was only there for a couple of nights and a, and and three days or something like that yeah and I couldn't help but feel like, wow, this is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been to. But this was a prison. It was a prison and the kauma, the tragedy that accompanies it. Yeah. You can feel it. Oh, you can. See the aina, that's the thing. That's what bothers me about the contemporary, you know, the practice of archaeology, and hopefully we're changing it, is that it, it's no longer a human thing. Mm. Like when I was working with one archaeologist who will remain unnamed, <laughs> uh, he was, but he was tied to Honokahua. Okay. So, huh. so he said, you know, when I when I die and come back, I'm going to come back as an archaeologist with the people who, with a place where the people are all dead. So I have to deal with this. That's a terrible oh, attitude. Oh yeah. You know, archaeology is about the history, the study of people and their their adaptations and manipulations. Right to their living environment. Right, right. Hawaiians <laughs> excelled. It wasn't the noble savage, you know, they weren't there, they weren't touching stones and floating them across no, the, no, but no. you know, there was a depth of aloha and I think it, <coughs> it rose out of necessity. Sure. Why did Ahupua'a have such stringent rules and regs? Yes. No go lawai'a, no go ohi, yeah. ka yes. yes. these things during certain times yes. because you got to let it rest yes right yes those couple were there for a reason and right. knowing the boundaries of the Ahupua, we we have as you know kanaka have a living vibrant culture the tragedy comes and i say this and this needs to perhaps be i try to word it cautiously the genocide that occurred and then then the in 1893 and Onana's great great grand aunt was Lydia Aholo. Okay. She was the adopted daughter and lived with the Queen in the in Iulani Palace and in, in Washington Place uh -oh. through the overthrow. Wow. She lived to be hundred and one and we knew her. Wow. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> the tragedy is that when the over overthrow occurred, of course by that time if you take account, there were basically 40,000 people of Hawaiian ancestry left alive in 1893. 
you realize you could basically fill a law stadium with every yeah. Hawaiian. So today, every Hawaiian that is part or of Hawaiian mm -hmm. ancestry yeah. is the product of a handful of survivors. Sure. Well, that's so then, it is. It's it's. Uh, this is why we've lost so much because in yeah. 1898, as annexation, well, uh, seated is occurring. We're moving to annexation in 1900. It becomes against the law to teach schools in Hawaiian for groups of Hawaiians right. to organize. Right. I translated a, a fascinating Hawaiian author who was born in the 1850s, and continued writing until his passing in the native newspapers, Kuokoa, Kahukua, Hawaii, like that. His, he was stuck with four Hawaii names, but his last name was Hawaiian. So John Hueli Hermosa Isaac Kihei. Huh. He was born about 1854. In 1924, one of the articles that he published, is he was talking about his region, Kekaha in Kona. Okay. When he was a child, there were schools in nearly every Ahupua'a. Oh. So many people. He says, everywhere you walked across the land, voices could be heard, children laughing, families. It's like, you know, uh, there's this beautiful expression that they shared, wa wa no, I'm losing my mind. Wa wa no hehane kanaka. If there's rumbling and noises, ah. it's a house of people. Wa wa ole ia hehane kanaka ole. If there is no rumbling, no noises arising, it's a peopleless place. Huh. And that's what he said what happened. The moment they stopped allowing Hawaiian children at the turn of the century to speak, they began separating from the linkage of traditional knowledge. Remember kupuna practice, yeah? Makua out doing the big hana. Ah. Kupuna, home taking care of the smaller tasks taking care of the children and teaching them. So it went from this pico to that pico. Yeah. Then this pico oh. came up to that pico. It stepped. Yeah. Yes. So that he killed it. He says, now the children, and then worse, you send to Kamehameha, they forbade Hawaiian language, right? And fortunately, they have changed that. And uh, so we stuck with a lot of, and this is where I was going with this, though. So today we have a lot of desperation, yeah. a lot of anger, yeah, rightfully yeah. so. But uh, there's a beautiful saying, and I'm not going to remember it now, about, well, it has to do with aloha, but we cannot allow the bitterness, the anger to consume us mm. because aloha is the only thing. Mm. And these are Hawaiians, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we have that is the gift of Ross. One right. of Onauna's kupuna on the Mahilona side, Apakado family, okay. said, and they were uh, Mormon, Morimoma, uh -huh. but you know, he said, he believed, and this is in the 1920s now, that Hawaiian was God's language. Huh, interesting. And you know, you listen. When you heru heru paipala, or you himeni, when you read the Hawaiian, you read the English. You himeni the Hawaiian, you sing the hymn him the English. Very different. Yeah. The tenor, the yeah. the spirit yeah. is very different. Oh, I never thought How about that. How do we that. perpetuate that? Yeah. By young people like you and the youngers below you coming up by teaching them, by telling the stories, by ensuring 
my pa'aikaleo, as an old chant goes, yeah? I'm going to lose that chant too. But, eoleke, my pa'aikaleo, heleo no. don't withhold your voice, for it's only the voice that I ask for. I'm not asking for your kala, yeah. or for you give me this yeah. or that. Just share your voice, your stories. That's that's your that's right. your oral history. Uh. You go tell them, my pa'aikaleo. Do not withhold the voice. That's very interesting because for, you know, for Kaho Olave protocol, when we do the, the welcoming, you know, Aye. asking for permission to land. That's the very last line Aye. of that Oli. Kupuna, that Ike Kupuna, they knew because you see, just like we can feel the Aina, you chant, you know, you offer Oli or Mele, or when you speak a story and suddenly, you know, you get what they call chicken skin up. It's still alive, and it it's is. not. We're not going back and calling on the old things because Kupuna set those things aside for a yeah. reason because they knew it came. Like Tutu Papa, when 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 I was a kid, people would come to Tutu of different ethnic backgrounds. Mm -hmm. You know, Anglo come to him. Oh, Papa, you know, I get someone something in my house. I know can sleep, uh. or I smelled a candle burning, or yeah. this kind, or or this. And to to first thing he say, because we know it's not our kuleana, we we don't. We need to humble ourselves and not just oh, okay. I take care of it for you. Right. Instead, we say, well, you go church, you get your own minister. I will. You go there first. You ask wow. them to help you. Yeah. Wow. Then if you need help later, you come huh. see me. This is Tutu Papa now. Interesting. Because he was the Kona Pule of our yeah. little church, yes? And they come back, and he would Pule with them. He Vehe Paipala. Not planned reading, right. just Vehe. And where your eyes fall, the person, there's the Oleloa'o right there. Wow. But, and it works. Wow. But he tell them, oh, you feed the grave. You know how some nationalities right? yeah, it's yeah. the thing you you go you go put food you leave food somewhere yeah, you yeah. do this you know and 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 uh they say yes and if it's at their house says oh so what you get picture of them and you light candle and you pray call on them all the time he said no wonder they know going away yeah. and then what happens you forget to feed them one day mm -hmm. that's where kupuna were oh, they knew wow. that's why they went to two papa folks they said okay okay yeah. cut it sever it just let it go set it aside wow. otherwise we're always going to get yeah. so it's important to also think of these things for our young people right. because sometimes you wonder oh you know i went make this offering here i went do this well did you puhi'u when you made that yeah. offering? Did you did you ho mai mai yourself first? You know, did you? And maybe yeah. not. And then oh. what happens if you call something and you don't know how to put it back? Yeah, that was too too, oh, folks. So I'm just telling you. Yeah, no, you know, it's so interesting. Is, so the, and this is the same for Wailuku. Like at Kamaomao, it should have been a no-brainer. You know, and who comes up with these crap names, Maui Lani? <laughs> You know, <laughs> or, or the the Kamehameha Golf Club. Yeah, I know. What an insult! It is. It is. You know, and yeah. I don't. I know we not can change it now, but yeah. and you know, like plant the seeds. That's that's something I feel with. I don't know how to broach this subject, but you can kind of tell when 
somebody is trying a little bit too hard oh, for lack yes. of a better term you know you yeah you you read the name they gave whatever it can even be like in the canoe culture and stuff sure, you know, and sure. you, i reading the names of the canoes and yes. I, you know i say like oh no more soul that name yeah. like it doesn't mean yeah. anything it, yeah. you know and you see hey, let me tell you a story about the launching of hokulea so i had left Lanai and i was working at kualoa park and Herb Kane, Ben Finney, uh, Mao Piailo came up with the original captain was Kavika Kapahulehua okay. of Niihau. Okay. Wow, okay. Wang was there. Tutu Kavena had given us mele oh. for the launching of the canoe, yeah. like that. And I was with Kupuna. And they were so excited about, and sorry, this may be, you may not want to, but you know, they were so excited about the launching of the canoe. But after the first launching and all the pule, all the sacredness that went on to it, next thing that happened, they came in, then they invited certain people uh. to go out on the canoe with uh, them. Uh, uh, uh. And they went throw up cases of beer uh, and yeah, a few other yeah. things. And I was speaking with Kupuna Lahela Brown, and she was a Manaleo native speaker. And she was crying, and I said, Kupuna, they said this one just like the work of our ancestors but she said it's not mm. and now when you go call on sacredness and then you don't live they said you know what Right? Yeah. You know the parts Aye. of your canoe, right? Yeah. You know, has all these things. So you think the canoe doesn't know what you're doing Aye. now? Kind of thing, you know? Was it real or was it just a show? Yeah. So, so, so these kopuna, when had the first pilakia, wow. were not surprised. Wow. But you see, yeah. and that's mina mina, great sadness. But that's why when I, Tutu Ho'ohila Cabello, who was one of my primary chant teachers, was born in 1893. They were Kaula Pele people. She said, our kupuna, Tutu folks, whoever I, whether they ni'ihau ka'ohilau ni'i or here on Hawaii, our kupuna went set aside these things because we knew that someday our kids not going to know the kapu. In Mahape Hoi Ai. Right? Anyway. I, um, that's a very interesting, you know, I never heard a lot of those stories. I wasn't, I wasn't around no, no. during then, you know? Yeah, you opio. So, in, in the mo my modern day and age, being a, a boy. I know it's been a blessing though. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, I think about those things, right? So like just for just for example, one story. I, I came home from Kaho Olave. I brought people home on uh, what day was it? It was just just yesterday. Oh wow! You know, around the landing craft. Oh, you know, wow. all modern kind, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run the landing craft, bring everybody home, put a boat up, and and had this malahini at the boat ramp. And he's asking me like, oh, where's the closest place I can get a beer? And I, I kind of yeah. look at him, and I was like, uh, you know, I, yeah. my mind wasn't there, so like I, I I couldn't point him in a direction. And then he tell me. 
well, when I see boats, I, I know there's beer someplace oh, around here. Wait, oh, wait. And, I, and he's pointing at our boat, you know, and I look at him and I go, brother, there's no beer on that boat, bro. And just so, long story short, a lot of people think, right? Oh, boating, oh, of course, beer, of course. have fun. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Me, alcohol has beer, no place. We, yes, because when we are in these protocols, it's a way of life. Yeah. You know, take it off and on like your shirt. No, you know? no, it's always there. Yeah, gotta be there. That's why you choose how deep the protocol should be. Because if you put too much kapu on top yourself, yeah. Pilikia. Yeah. Because what happens? Ah, pehu kawabai, arikia, aoikeholo. Well, then what? Then they come looking. Yes. But anyway, yeah. I would have been a smart ass and would follow your nose, bro. <laughs> and uh, another story I want to share with you because. Um, you were speaking of aloha and you know that's that's, that's what we have that's our gift it right? is something I've been hearing I've heard it said to me personally a while back and I've been hearing other friends tell stories about it is you know malahini come and you know you kind of you see them doing something that they shouldn't be doing so you, you you try go and just say hey you know whether whether you're scolding them or trying to be nice about it you know there's many different ways but then they kind of, sometimes they get a little bit offended. Yes, yes. And then they tell you, where's your aloha? Uh, and to hear that, you kind of like... A bad word came to my mouth, I didn't say yeah, it. Yeah, you go, huh? Yes, but you see, so here's just another thing. Kupuna folks always taught, right? Pule mua, you see something. Mm. Pule mua, and then noi mua. But it's all, in the, it's all in our attitude. If we approach, hui, aloha. You know, I don't, you may not know this, but that Iliu Holokai or Iliu Holoiko Uawa is a protected species. Sure. You could get a $50,000 <laughs> fine. Yeah. And if you take pictures and post on it, right. they'll be going, you know, yeah. whatever it is, you know. Uh, you know even be money yeah, anything just, sometimes, just, just, you know. Just small, but yeah. you know, it's really, it is how we do it. But yeah, you're right. that card, right. there's still, I, be, I believe, which is why the education is so important. If we, can change the paradigm of tourism. And Kelly, I think, said that maybe part of, you folks have a grant with HTA, I uh, think. You have to have, ask her, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. you know, you know uh, um, I, I understand that, and it's come far, but it still is based on how much they can get out of the money. Bottom line, bottom line. And so we need to change that, and it yeah. will only happen when Hawaiians again, and Kama'aina, are directing. So right. now the information comes in. You're gonna know that you don't just go, you know, hana ino this, you know, and share the same. You know, that tutu kahana nui I told you about, his tutu, one of the other things, hana ino kalima, ai ino kawaha. Yeah? Maupopoa? And it's so true, yeah? It is. And so these ways of telling and sharing with people, to me, well, I composed a song, um, and Waipuna recorded it last year, uh, but it's a ponokahana, and and I took it solely from Olelo Noeau, the Tutu folks, because I believe the more that we can get these into our keiki, into yeah. our, and then the keiki yeah. take it home, yeah. and then get it into our malihini, yeah. they're gonna know, you know. So hey, ponokamaiya, mamua, okaohiana, okai, you know, it's important for the the one who tills the land. To, it's needful for the one who tills the land to to actually till it before right. you get the food. Right. Uh, oh, 
ao mai o kupuna, mai ka e kalima, ono no ka e Then it goes back to the hui, and it says, ao mai kupuna, mai kaula e kalima i kala, huli kalima i lalo ahana, alo aka e. Mapopo? Kaula e kalima i kala, like a fish drying in the sun, your hand. Don't do that. Mai, don't. Huli kalima i lalo. Aloha ka'ai. You know, no more free rides. Oh. Now, though, we have generations because of all that crap that occurred, but we can't let it cons- Easy for me to say. <laughs> can't let it consume us, yeah. but you need to keep and maintain that aloha. And Aye. what happens is we start filling in the blanks. Aye. That's where it becomes, as an ethnographer for me okay. and Onauna, it becomes complicated sure. because. Um, see, in eight, uh, John Papa E.E., if I recall, was born 1802-05. His role in life basically was that as an attendant to the children of Kamehameha I mm. and then his grandchildren. He witnessed the last human sacrifice at Papa Enaheya on Leahi on Diamond Head. He traveled with Kamehameha in the Niaukani, back to Hawaii. He witnessed Kamehameha when, when at, at uh, Mauka of Kuaheva at Ahuena on, on, in Kailua area, when bird catchers had been brought off the mountain for killing the valued birds, the o'o, the i'iwi, mm-hmm. the mamu, like that. And wow. they were brought, it would have been death yeah. to them wow. by the couple. It would have been death. But Kamehameha, and I could send, I maybe told that to Kelly and I didn't send that either. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, he said, basically, I'm not going to kill you. But you must remember that you are stealing the inheritance of our children. Right. That's what's important. So he recognized tide was changing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, all the other things that went on, you know. Kahu Manu was a strong woman, and she worked her way. Uh, the, there's a beautiful chant for Kaumuali'i of Kauai, and it basically says, you know, she used the Hinano to form those waters of love. You know, the Hinano blossom, okay, the yes. powder of it, Aye. was used to really? make a kahuna ho'uipo'ipo, yeah. make someone love you. Oh. Yes. So, so uh, uh, this chant describes it. Wow. It's so it's cool, amazing. you know. It is cool. Yeah, yeah. It is but cool. anyway, uh, yeah. So I don't know. We've strayed far and near. And that's all and, good. Uh, what can I tell you about Wailuku? Uh, I guess we're living still, even though yeah. so much has changed yeah. in the Aina and the Wai. We still see the Wailuku Aye. every now and then. Yes. Aye. And what what it maybe teaches us is to listen to the earth around us and to maybe we don't need to build everywhere we don't need to see i'm I'm thinking back to the late 70s early 80s ariyoshi had become governor 70s i sadly chanted for his one of his commercials for election uh no sorry and and uh but Ariyoshi established a policy 
a moratorium on building houses because at that on Oahu particularly, that time they recognized the land was just exploding, yeah. you know, across with houses. So they put a moratorium. The thing is, we don't know, I don't know the real details behind it, but the moratorium was established. And what happened was that for five years or so, no new houses were built on Oahu. Huh. And the developers were clamoring and suddenly it exploded. You know, and then we get into that 80s boom. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Right. So how do we do it? Part of the Pilake is that because we're a part of, you know, America, hui pu'iha, we know can tell you, you know what, you can't get off the plane. Right, or, yeah. And I don't mean this disrespectfully. Sure. But the idea is that, you know what, come, remember that we welcome you with our aloha, but aloha is not a right. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yes? Absolutely. It's a privilege. Right. Just like when someone says, my pono. Kofuna said, no such thing as your pono unless you, the mo'i. Uh -huh. Then you get pono. But even that has kuliana absolutely. to the akua. More soul. Yes. You know? So, no ke kanakaya, chief a chief only because get humans. Aye. Get people. Aye. So, there's no pono without responsibility, kuleana, first. And that's what we need to share. We need HTA to do that. Yeah. We need them to figure out a way to... It's wonderful that they have the product enrichment grants and all that stuff. We've benefited from it. The grant we did with Brian Berkowitz mm -hmm. on the, uh, the, app. the app, thank you, was partially funded through, through a grant I developed through HTA. Cool. Great stuff, you yeah, know? yeah. Uh, anyway, I had a, so Good, back to Lanai. No, no, not at all. I had a question I wanted to ask you, and maybe um, I have a visual with it. Anyway, I'm sure you're familiar with this this photo that I'm sure yes, showing. Yes, yes. It's actually in Hilo. That's Moku Ola. It is. Okay. So that's Moku Ola okay. Island right there, oh. and that's Mauna Kea, lightly in the background. The photograph oh. is 1890s, and I forget who the photographer was. It started with an H, uh, but so that's Mukuola, you know, okay. Coconut Island. Oh, we were just there this morning. Yes, that's it. The only reason I bring this up is because when I first saw this this photo, I was trying to figure out where was this photo taken at. Yes. And I, I originally thought someplace on the Big Island. I was like, is that Haleakala yes, Hale yeah. in the background? Yeah. yeah. Then I, the next place I saw it. Was, was at the center. I'm sorry, that was artistic liberty. See, even <laughs> in museums, I <laughs> yeah. can take advantage of some yeah. of that. Because we're trying to tell a story. No photographs like that from Lanai. Wow. And, you know, that's one of a few, probably. Yes, with yes. The, You know, the traditional cave. Yes, the Ahunai. And, and, and so, yeah. anyway, I always, I, I just brought yeah. it to your attention because yeah. I wanted to know where was yeah. this photo taken so from? When and you, you just solved that for me. So, when you were by the bridge, yeah. you parked at the lot. Yeah. They were on the shore there. It's changed, of course, yes. now. Some. And Mokuola. Oh, sorry. No? Just just over there. Oh. And Mauna Kea in the background. Oh, okay. I was, for so long, I was wondering, where was yeah. this photo taken? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's <laughs> all a mystery for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. May I suggest one of the things in, in your art program and stuff like in the greater, larger art program? And maybe Kelly and I, we may have spoken about it, but the idea is that we should 
try always to develop cultural literacy curriculum as a part of these and engage, get it into the schools because that's one way that we will foster the greater love of the arts. I'm prejudiced, partial towards Hawaiian art forms, but you know, that we, we foster this knowledge of place, if it reflects place. Because you see, you, what, did, what did you learn in Hawaiiana? I mean, you know. And you're young, so you may yeah, have plenty. I mean, you know, they, they touch on, you know, pretty much, they kind of started, at least what I remember is that, you know, when the islands were united by Kamehameha, right? right? And you kind of go through the steps after that, yes. and the Great Mahele, yes. and then Kahumanu, and then the breaking of the Kapu system, yeah, and then yeah. the sugar industry, sure. and missionary industry, you know, uh, missionary era. And we became a state. And we then annexation, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, World yeah. War Two. Yeah, yeah. So you see, there is, as you know, there's so much more history than that. Our kids don't get exposed to that. And this is not to, to create anger, but it's to ensure that we balance out so that we don't do it again. Because if we don't know where his, our history, we're going to repeat it, you know? Yeah. yeah. COVID in Hawaii is a great example Hi. of repetition. 1803-04, no, 1804-05, the Ma'ioku killed nearly 200,000 Hawaiians. Population cut in half. On Lanai in, in 1823, the population is around a little below 3,000. In 1850, Mahele, it's 604. In 1893, it's 175. Most of them, 99.9% .9 are Hawaiian, but a few weren't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in, when Dole took over in 1922, the population was 122, with a mix of a few Koreans, Japanese, Hapa, ha and Haole. Hmm. So, you know, majority Hawaiian, but not all. Yeah. So, you know, with your Ohana, Urpanel, they're clearly, if I recall, Urpanel is a 1930s period. Wow. Sakada, I believe. Um, Perez, I'd have to go back. I, I did a, oh, anyway, we did a bunch of That's stuff, it. you know. But, you know. Yeah. Um, so Lanai changed, so now it's all Lanai, Lanai. Oh, what a crock. <laughs> you know, it's like Kaholave. Right, Kaholave, whatever. Yeah, you know? no, you know, yeah. respect starts with speaking the names. Aye. Yes? Aye. So let's speak of Iao, of, of Kapaniwai Iao. Let's speak of Kapani Kapuoka Kae, of Wailuku, of Kamaomao no Kamaomao, you know? Let's put names back where they belong, you know? Uh, what a beautiful name, Pauku Kalo. Yeah? One of my so favorite surf spots. Yeah. yeah, what a beautiful name. Yeah. And Peahi. There are over 3,000 occurrences in accessible Hawaiian language newspapers to the word Peahi. Really? Most all of them describe this gentle fanning of the breeze, uh, Makai to yeah. Makai. You know, not all of them tie to, to the place, right, of course. Right. But you know, yeah. so you know, cool stuff. You know, but that's that's a great project. Get another grant. You know, create something that will create this cultural literacy curriculum. So now, you know, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Guess what? Hawaiians did it long before then. You know, <laughs> oh, 
uh, someone ascended Everest and of course they polluted it on the way there. Oh yeah. You know, hey, guess what? Mauna Kea is almost 14,000 feet above sea level. But from sea level down, it's 18,000 yeah. feet. It's yeah. the tallest mountain it on is. Earth. Mauna Loa is a few feet lower yeah. and is the single largest mountain right. on Earth. You know? Yeah. Uh, fascinating stuff. It is. You know? So much, anyway, so much to learn. Oh, so yeah. much to learn. And Kaholave Kanaloa, interesting thing you probably know. Uh, early records describe Kaholave as an ili of Honua Ula. Yes. Not as an island by itself. Yes, yes. And so there's an 1850s map, if I recall, that has maybe about 12 or so the ones, land divisions. The ones divisions. today, I believe we have nine. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah With so one, one at the top being Luamakika. Yes, Luamakika. Yes, yeah. yeah. yes, yes. So, so, so those, I don't know if those, uh, if, if, see, and I don't know, I, uh, have to go back and see if Kaholave, if Kaholave is actually an ili, maybe it was a kula. Ili is how it's described, but kalana is another term for sort of an independent ah. okay. or kalana. And then these smaller land units are ili. Otherwise, I don't know what we would call them, poku, that go around Kaholave. Huh, yeah. But you see, here's the problem. As you look at place names, one of the things that Tutu Kavana shared, and I will shut up here in a minute. When we were talking about uh, place names and her work, Tutu Kavana and I, about her work uh, in creating that book, she told, she shared with me that she had a little bit of a disagreement with her co-authors because um, they were translating, taking words and translating them without having a story for oh. them. Now, some of them, hikino, it's easy to say. Sure. Oh, keava kapu, it's on the ocean. Yeah. At Makena yeah. section, basically. Right. right. Yeah. And it was a canoe landing. Yeah. It was restricted. Right. You know, the, the sacred landing, a canoe yeah. landing. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense, right? Right. That you can literal. Yeah. Then there's um, kapela kapu kakai. We know there's a story behind that, thus we can translate it, right? But the one the example she gave me was they took Kilauea because Tutu was from Ka'u, sure. right? She said they translated it as Ki, spurting, Lao, spreading, Ea, plenty, or like, you know, huh. much spewing and okay, spurting. Yeah, yeah. And she said, how you folks got that? So what they came up with was literal, INT for interpretive uh. and you know as a way to do it so it can get dangerous when we just give any kind you know I remember um, we used to have the visitor channel on yes. Maui mm -hmm. sometimes we used to watch one on TV yeah, yeah, yeah. and from what I learned about the name Iao is you know it's there's really no like no from what I understand nobody really knows all mm -hmm. I know is that's the Hawaiian name for the planet Jupiter. Ah. And is it Jupiter or Saturn? I think it's Jupiter. And um, yeah, because Makulu, I believe, is Saturn. But on the TV, they would say one, one year it was dawning of enlightenment. The next year it was cloud supreme. 
And I, you know, just in my brain, I'm yes, like, yes, yes, uh, yes, where, yes. where is this coming from? Perhaps, you know, I, I don't know where they Perhaps got it from. Perhaps traditional knowledge somewhere. Perhaps, but, but I kind of question. Yes, yes. And anyway, it's yeah. it's interesting to yeah, hear you. It, it, it is. So on the Iao, I don't know that I would have said Cloud Supreme because you can't take the E and the O. And the E is that highest, that zenith, that uh -huh, peak, you know, uh -huh. kind of thing like that. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. You yeah. see, those are interpretive. Right. Because there's a wonderful uh, story from the Honua'ula study that we did years ago. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, uh, Hill of Sweet Potato? Cool. No, is there a sorry, Hill of Sweet Potatoes in Honua'ula? Uh, anyway, the story starts off in the native language newspaper. Maybe it's just Kualapa. Ke kumuiheaai kainoa o Kualapa. The reason that it is called Kualapa. And then there's a story for it. Uh. Now, that's not the right name, I don't think. But, you know, so, so that's what you look yeah, for. And yeah. what's beautiful now is we can go through Ulukau and Papakilo, and we can, even with our limited skills, you can language skills. We can go through and skim, put in the word "eos." Yeah. See if there's a story. Yeah. Put in, put in family names. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that and stuff like yeah. cool stuff. Anyway. Wow. And then one other thing I just want to circle back to that you mentioned earlier was about you know when when you said some people they real high right? They put up there, no, I'm so smart. I know so much. Da da da. And, and you tell there's always somebody smarter. That runs so parallel even in the canoe world, the boating yes. world, right? Like you think, I've seen it all, I've been through it all, I've been through the heaviest kind of stuff, you wouldn't even yeah. believe. Yeah. Bro, there is some untold stories out yep. there that you wouldn't believe, yeah. you know? You never, you can never be like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it comes no, to... No, can. No can. That's why I, that, their Molokai Hoi stuff where they say challenge your man against the sea, what I think, See, but that's a howling attitude. I see, always going to win. Yeah, of course. So, coming back real quickly, you have Kiala Ikahiki, Lanai, and Honokanai, Hanakanai. Honokanai, Hanakanai. Then we have Na'ehe between this end of Kaholave, Lanai, okay. and Lahaina. Ah. So, see, all these koa, these channels get names, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And Na'ehe is like rustling the movement of the wind, the sound of the oh. waves splashing around like that. Over. Wow. You know, but cool, yeah? Yeah. And, you know, anyway, beautiful stuff. So, so anyway, did, did you have a specific question? And I'll try not to... You know, I, not necessarily. I just kind of wanted to talk story. And, you know, I guess I wanted to ask you, what was your, you know, in my short time so far I've, I've spent a lot of time on Kaho'olawi looking across to Lanai and just wondering you know I see Lanai Hale I see I see the how tall the mountain is over there I see Kaunolu and you know perhaps what was what were maybe when you were growing up or spending sure. a lot of time on Lanai and you would look across Kealaikahiki towards Kaho'olawi what were your thoughts or what you know what, yeah. where did your mind go well I'm sorry to say that when I was in school, you know, my memory of Kaho'olawe is parked at, God, 
ผู้มาคานี้ผู้มาคานี้ which is a hill with a hill on it it's a direct view to Kahoolawe and what would we do we would watch the jets drop bombs and the poofs we would now I'm trying to remember we would see the poof and then hear, hear the sound yeah that's what what we remember wow yeah You know? Yeah, I, I kind so of figured. Sorry. No, I kind of yeah. figured, but you know, yeah. I'm still curious. Yeah, Tutu Papa, you know, they went there. They would go fishing. They would go holo holo. But you know, old Hawaiians, unlike the guys now who go la la everywhere, yeah. whoever's place, they no care, right? Yeah. Sometimes, they no go mahaoi. Tutu had a reason to be at Kahaolawe, yeah. so they go holo holo, just like Kahaulelio in his wonderful account. Fishing around mm-hmm. the Maui group of mm-hmm. islands. Mm-hmm. By the way, mm-hmm. Maui Nui mm-hmm. is, a, is an epitaph, uh-huh. and you get on the airline. It says called Maui Nui by the ancient <laughs> Hawaiians. <laughs> Bullshit! It was not. Hawaiians did not associate Maui Molokai Nanaika Olave as Maui Nui. Ah. Maui Nui Akama, right. but not Maui Nui. Maui of Kama, right, right. and so. We should avoid Maui Nui whenever we can because it's a BS thing. Okay. But Tutu said, you know, we go holo holo. So, so Kahuleleo, are you familiar with his narratives? He was a fisher judge, Kahuleleo, and a fisherman, a, ma- a wonderful. He penned in 1902 this wonderful serial articles about the fisheries around Maui Kahuleleo. I might have read Molokai. parts of it. Yeah. If you've got our Kahana Lavaia. The study that we did, yeah. that's a couple thousand pages long, <laughs> on fisheries. But if you've got that, I've cited a lot of him okay. in there uh, for the fisheries yeah. specific things. Um, um, let's see, going somewhere with that place name. We're, what were we talking about? Sorry. Just your thoughts oh, when yeah, you would yeah, look yeah. over. So he would go. They go holo holo. They love the fisheries like that and stuff like that. But they had a reason to be there. That's so interesting. You mentioned that. You know, part of our job, Kahoolawe Island Reserve Commission, is, you know, it's a it's a reserve, right? The, yes. the two miles outside of the high yes. water mark, everything. So when we see guys come inside Mahaloi, you know, we gotta do something about it, right? Of course. And we hear all the excuses, right? <laughs> we gotta right launch them. We tell we gotta launch them. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And we hear all the excuses. And to be honest with you, when I first had to start doing it, when I You know, took over the captainship of the vessel. I I kind of hated it because, you know, it's, who am I? Like I'm not the sheriff of this place, but that's part of the job, right? You folks are the kia. Kia, exactly. And then so as the years went on, I still get tired when I see one. I go, because ah, you know, I know, I, know. Oh, bro, I gotta report. Because it's I'm not like, our nature. Yeah. To be. I gotta do the paperwork. But then now I look at it as like, you know, I heard all the excuses, right? And to me, I look at it as like. Whoever, you can go fish anywhere yeah. around this whole island, Maui. Well, why you gotta come over here? Because they put all their fish in the freezer and they no breed in there. Right. And I tell you know, you gotta have purpose for come here. Yeah. And that's what that's why you're not allowed. So you know like what Tutu said, if we had a reason to be there, then we're going Hanai. But the moment fisheries became economic. Right. It went to shit. Tied to money, right? Yeah. 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 So that's why brothers from a neighboring island 
always come over to Lanai sure. and they rip everything off. I know. And you know, some of the fishermen, gee, go home, fish your place, are we no more? How come? Uh -huh. Because you're taking all ours. Exactly. Too, you know? So it's just, it was just, it was refreshing to hear you share that about your kupuna saying that you know, if, we don't, if we don't have a reason to go we're yeah. not going over there just for yeah. Mahawai make any fine and um, it's that's something that I think is lost on a yes. lot of uh, the younger generation it is and, yeah. because we were brought up entitled right right right. you owe me sure yeah it's Sorry. it's it's no, not you but no, you know what no, I no mean. I get it. it's 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 a hard mentality to it is, Break or but it starts with education. Yeah. And I hate to say going into the schools, but we got to start because if we get the kids, they're also going to take it home. It may not change the makua, but by the time they're growing up, and if it just keeps getting yeah. beaten into them, yeah. Yeah. not literally, yeah. by the wonderful storytelling, yeah. they will know. There's and there are great, great stories of... Hawaiians getting beaten up or killed or eaten yeah. because they never listen. Yeah, okay. or go where they're not supposed to go, exactly. fish where they're not supposed to fish. Yep. Yeah, there's always a lesson yeah. right, in the mo'o level. Yeah. There are. Yeah. Okay, you better turn this off. <laughs> thank you so I'm much. I'm sure we've gone like an hour <laughs> and a half already. Thank you for sharing no, your No, thank mahal. you. Sorry, hopefully, hopefully your phone never just died. <laughs> <laughs>